the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Friday night, 6.05, New York City, live and local. I got Joni, what's your name again? Pelzer, right? Yeah, Joni Pelzer in the house. Hi, Joan. The Italian Jewish girl from New York. Yeah. And we got Sam Bellino, who hey, is hey. at the controls. It is the end of a week. We've been with what? you every day. Yeah, every day this week. It's been great. I, before we get into serious stuff... Um, I'll throw this out to Joan and Sam Bellino. Um, how do you feel about sharing your cup of coffee with your, like, significant other? Absolutely not. It's my coffee. Wait, say it again, Joan. Absolutely not. That's my coffee. I make it a certain way. I now, don't share. So if your significant other just, like, reaches over and picks up the cup and Absolutely has a sip. Absolutely not. Okay. Sam Bellino, do you I have a... I don't have to worry about that because I'm, I'm a hot coffee drinker. She's a ice-cold coffee drinker. Well. I'll share a meal, but not my drink. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Okay, well. Okay. I, I, would, I would agree with, like, if, uh, with another human being. But if it's someone who, like, you've been intimate with. Like maybe your wife. Uh, I didn't think it was such a big deal, but apparently it is. So this Uh-oh. morning, oh yeah, you're in the doghouse. Uh, well, I uh, we we've we've smoothed this one over. So Marianne, after we drop off Arthur, <clears throat> we do the pass by from Starbucks. I'm I cannot. I'm so not into Starbucks. I'm so not into any of the big chain stores, but. I'm not into Starbucks in particular because they have their own language, which is grande venti BS. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's got nothing to do with Italian. It's so silly. Anyway, so she goes in and she comes out with a hot cup of coffee and a cold cup of coffee, iced coffee. She puts the ice, (laughs) she puts the iced coffee in the cup holder. I'm driving and she's. Sipping on the hot cup of coffee, and now we drive home, which is a short ten blocks away. And well, we pull into the driveway, and we're chit chatting a little bit while we're parked, because this is like our quality time together for the day—the like eight minutes that we drive from Arthur's school back home. And the iced coffee, which is obviously it's in like that clear plastic glass yep. cup, it it looked appetizing. <laughs> um, it did. It was like I was like, "Well, that looks kind of tasty." So now while Mary is, I guess she's got one cup of coffee, the hot coffee in her hand, and she's got her phone, her cell phone in her other hand, and she's like texting with it. So she's 
not really paying attention to me, even though we're kind of having a conversation. And so I just re- I reached out and it shouldn't have a straw in there. It's like one of the cups that has the little sippy hole. Yep. And San Bellino, I I'm telling you, I don't know if I had a thimble full of coffee. <laughs> like it wasn't like I had a gulp. I just it was very milky. And I was like, let me just try it. Right. And I put it to my lips and I put it down and it was like. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, meathead, three Mississippi, and and she just goes, did did you just have a sip of my coffee? Did you did you did you just have a sip of my coffee? And I'm like, I'm oh man, I just had a little. Please, please tell me, please tell me you were joking <laughs> and that you did not actually raise the cup up to your lips and swallow it. Please tell me you were just messing with me. I'm like, I go, Matt, I had a little sip of coffee. She looks at me, she goes, you're disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, I go, Matt, what's the big deal? She goes, I have so many, so few things in this world that are mine that I'm not sharing with you or the children. All I want is my morning cup of coffee. I'm like, you have one in your hand. There's another one. And, I, and then, you know, I, I just say, okay, I'm going to go inside. She was so legitimately mad at me um wow oh yeah but then when i went inside she was like i went upstairs and finished getting dressed and she came down she was okay maybe i overreacted but you know is is she a morning person does it take a little while to get going in the morning oh put it this way you measure out like she got two different sizes of two different kinds of coffee because she knew, okay, I I'm going to do this first and then that. thimble. Yeah, but you messed with I her, took her it to amount. my lips. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Joan, it was, it was just, it, but basically what it was is like I soiled it. That's really what it was. You tainted I it. soiled it. Yeah. Um, That's right. So when we first started like really getting very, very serious, I kind of noticed there was a little bit of a trend. So for a while I actually had and this is the truth the coffee machine the coffee maker in the bedroom like three feet from the bed so in other words there would be a wake-up thing in the morning and the, there would be like the instant caffeine infusion to like dodge the bullet of the non-caffeinated individual um, but that didn't last that long once the kids came around it smells but, good though in the morning doesn't it yeah well it, it happens it just it's not until we descend to the lower level but um, yeah, so that's kind of how my my day started. No, that's actually not true. Here's how my day started. I yeah, I hope you guys don't mind. I'm just having some fun here and being casual on a Friday. Um, my day started with a six twenty wake up call. Uh, you know, I, I had my alarm on, and um, I get up and I look at, like we all do. Unfortunately, I look at my phone, and there's Sid Rosenberg texting me. Can you come on at six twenty five? <laughs> it was actually like at that point it was he, I think he texted me at 6:20 and my alarm went over 6:20 but by the time I actually looked at the phone it was like 6:22 so I was like I can't if you still want me he goes yes and he goes call now and I mean you want to talk about having sleep in your eyes and in your throat and whatever I mean I so I was like okay and so I called in and I did a, a 10 minute segment over there which was which was a lot of fun uh, two other lawyers who heard me said I they should get CLE credits continuing legal education credits because I basically laid out like the difference between a criminal court complaint versus an indictment and all that stuff. And we could talk about that uh, a little later on in the show because there was a big a big arrest and arraignment today 
but not an indictment. I, I can explain the differences to you. And then after I hung up with him, um, I went on television on News Nation to do their morning show thing. And that was about everyone's talking about the, the Neely, Jordan Neely, the Jordan Neely case. So I spoke then and then I did the whole getting Arthur to school and then I got reprimanded for the for the coffee. And then what I do. Oh, then I ran here to the office. Um, I ran. I drove. And according to our show yesterday, I mean, if I'm driving, it's going to cost me twenty three dollars. You missed that, Joan. Where were you That's yesterday? Where were so you? Yesterday? Last night I was at the closing night of On the Right Track musical at my theater, AMT Theater. Oh well, you were it missed by Matt awesome. Doss, the Mister Transportation himself. Um, but yeah, he said that it could cost twenty three dollars to drive into the city. I mean, it's basically Verrazano Bridge no more. I'd rather them worry about the bikes and the motorcycles that are on. Well, the they need money. The bottom line the is pricing. they need more money from us. I mean, that's the bottom line. I like if they feign like, oh, it's for the environment or it's to help traffic in this in, in Midtown. The truth is they just need the money. Um, one case that broke yesterday that I don't know if it's been getting a lot of coverage, but it's the cover of today's New York Law Journal. The Supreme Court of the United States of America threw out the conviction against Joseph Percoco. Joseph Percoco is the was the basically the chief of staff to Andrew Cuomo. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had to do with political corruption. And the bottom line is the Supreme Court of the United States in a decision written by Justice Alito said that even though Percoco was heavily involved in politics at the time, he was uh, involved in some business transactions, uh, which would be improper and illegal if he was in if he was the actual chief of staff at the time, because he was not the chief of staff at the time, it did not it did not rise the level to uh, uh, to be a crime. But because Prococo was prosecuted while he was managing Cuomo's reelection bid, the court unanimous, unanimously ruled that this is not the proper test for determining whether a private person may be convicted of honest services fraud, and we therefore reverse and remand for further proceedings. Alito's decision read, so. They reversed their conviction, so he'll be released from prison probably after the weekend. Um, And then the the U.S. Attorney's Office has to decide whether they're going to prosecute him again. Um, Probably not, but he's been in jail for over two years. So now where does he go to get his life back? I mean, you can't get those two and a half years back, and you can't sue because there's no maliciousness here. It's just a mistake. Craziness. Joan, tell us who's coming up. We have... We're going to talk about AI today. We're going to talk about artificial intelligence with Phil Siegel. Okay. Over the past 20 years, a quiet revolution has transformed medicine. Many conditions that once required major surgery can now be treated with procedures that are far less invasive and often far more effective. Are you aware of these alternatives? Join Dr. Dan Simon for All Things Health, where he discusses cutting-edge medical advances that are providing alternatives to traditional surgery. Dr. Simon is an experienced interventional radiologist who has helped thousands of patients experience dramatic improvements, all without traditional surgery. Dr. Simon will explain latest 
latest medical breakthroughs so you can be fully aware of your options. Listen to All Things Health on AM 970 The Answer on Sundays and Saturdays on AM 570 and 102.3 FM The Mission WMCA. Have questions? Call Dr. Simon at 1-844-534-3621 or visit allthingshealth.ai or listen to All Things Health on AM 970 The Answer on Sundays and AM 570, 102.3 FM The Mission WMCA on Saturdays. To learn more, visit allthingshealth.ai. Hello. Uncle Arthur's back again. Oops, I had lowered my volume because it was a little too high before. Sorry about that. Um, So it's Friday night. It is May, and you're probably thinking, like, why is Arthur going to be talking to me about lawyers and wills and estates and things like that? Because you know what? Over the weekend, when maybe you're not running around like nut jobs, it's probably a good time to go on the website, connorsandsullivan.com, and make an appointment there, or just call their messaging center um, at 718-238-6500 and make an appointment. Like, you know, you're like, oh, I should go to the dentist, but you don't make the appointment. Or, you know, the other things like that you should do and you don't do. Well, this is something that's really important. It's it's as important, if not more. Well, it's definitely more important to your heirs than you going to the dentist. You want to protect your assets from probate and nursing home costs. You want to have a will, a trust, a power of attorney, a health care proxy, a living will. The goal of Connors & Sullivan is always the protection of your rights and interests. They've been helping people like you plan their estates and protect their families for over 40 years. So call them at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500, or visit their website, connorsandsullivan.com. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. Well, Sambolino playing appropriate music. Mr. Roboto, because the robots are taking over. So let's talk to someone about the robots, someone who knows a lot more than I do. Let's talk to Phil Siegel. He's the founder of Captors. Captors is a nonprofit focused, uh, group focused on using simulation gaming and artificial intelligence to improve societal disaster preparedness. Okay, Phil Siegel. How scared do we need to be about all of this new artificial intelligence? I mean, look, I hold it in my hand all day long saying, Siri, ask me this, Siri, tell me that, etc. So, Phil, tell us how the world has changed because of artificial intelligence, where we are, where we're going, and how scared we need to be. Hi, Phil. Hello. Thanks Hi. for having me. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. Uh, you know, in the, the legal world right now... This chat GBT is going all over the place. And for people who don't know what that is, it's basically uh, I could tell a, a, a an app or a website to write me a 500-word motion on um, self-defense or uh, the Fourth Amendment, stealing um, police officers breaking into someone's house and, steal, and going through their property. And this computer in seconds cranks out a motion. It's amazing. Um, so in my world of the law, people are talking about this, but artificial intelligence now surrounds us in our cars when you're talking 
to, to your car and asking you, telling me where to go in our hands. So you tell me, you know, first of all, what's AI and what's chatbots, bots in general, and then, you know, where we are and where we're going. Take it away, Phil Siegel. Sure. So AI has been around for 75 years or so, so we should all take at least a little bit of a deep breath here uh, in one form or another. In the past, it's been used mainly for specialized tasks, you know, things like preventing credit card fraud. You know, sometimes you get a note from your bank saying this looks like a fraudulent charge and you say, how did they figure that out? Well, it's they're looking at patterns uh, in your transactions and they see a pattern that doesn't make sense. Uh, facial recognition, personalized shopping uh, that we, we might do online, robotics um, and so on. Um, most of them, though, before have been kind of what we would say, you know, you might say is behind the curtain. We didn't really notice it day to day as consumers. And, uh, you know, probably the most, the ones that we did notice the most would be Siri and Alexa uh, and some of those types of apps, which are called conversational AI. But those are pretty specialized. You wouldn't ask Siri to write you a, a term paper. Um, when ChatGPT was launched, it had some pretty wide application and seems to be a pretty large leap in capability, plus we can all use it, right? So now it's, it's, it's out from behind the curtain um, and out in the open. And so because of that, uh, it's, you know, it's caused some consternation, and, but also some excitement. Okay, well, as I will tell you, I will tell you what it said in the Law Journal. Chat GPT to reduce billing times for big law firms, because obviously people are going to start using this and start relying upon it um, in the future uh, to just, you know, at the very least crank out like the base of some sort of motion or some sort of letter, and then you could build, uh, you could build upon it. So, you know, you mentioned uh, the positive parts about the artificial intelligence, like looking at your bank account and being able to do the algorithm, I guess, of where you spend money and where you don't, and then it pops up if all of a sudden, you know, you're buying a $5,000 custom suit in, in Indiana when you live in Brooklyn, New York. Um, so those are some of the positives. Give me some of the negatives. Yeah, so it does, uh, there will be some jobs uh, where we will see displacement. There'll be others where people will have, you know, jumps in productivity. I think you, you picked one of them, um, you know, I think paralegal is going to be a very difficult, um, uh, we will have fewer paralegals probably in 20 years than we have today. I don't know about lawyers. I think AI will probably cause a lot more um, uh, legal tangles anyway, which will keep the lawyers uh, employed. Um, but, you know, it will reduce mundane tasks for lots of different jobs. So, you know, writing a summary of a meeting um, when you, you know, you can just take a recording of it and ask, um, ask a chatbot or a, uh, an AI to write it for you um, will save people time and allow them to do more of the other parts of their jobs. Um, but it will cause some of the jobs where you might say the day to day is stuff that, you know, is this writing, I, I think this writer strike that's going on, a lot of it right. is um, really driven from the worry that, you know, the first five drafts of a new sitcom that only has eight episodes might be done by 
uh, a more sophisticated um, chat GPT, um, uh, you know, in, in a year or two years or whatever. And so there's going to be a lot of that uh, that we're going to see. It is going to cause some you know, negative reactions in the market. Uh, in certain markets, in others, it will be positive. Um, and I think some of the other negatives are if we don't pay attention to what the guardrails are going to be, uh, we're going to have some of the same problems we've had with social media. Social media has some great positives to it, um, but we've seen a lot of the downsides um, to social media, and it was because we didn't think about what are the guardrails we want to put around these applications. Well, and I know, you know, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was say that's what it's been with every technology. If you go back, you know, in time, you know, the joke is always uh, around, you know, when, uh, when the car was invented, it, you know, it did displace <laughs> workers in the buggy whip and, you know, uh, um, uh, horse-drawn and, carriage and industry. There, and there literally so, were no guardrails. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about some other positive stuff you're doing with artificial intelligence. I understand you're working on using that type of technology to help fortify society from the next natural disaster or pandemic or train derailment, et cetera. Tell me how artificial intelligence is helping us, you know, I guess lead safer lives or be able to step up in times of need. Yeah. So uh, I've co-founded a, a, a nonprofit um, in, in my spare time um, called Captors. Uh, don't, we don't need to go into what it stands for, but it's really founded around this concept of, it seems like every time we have a disaster, we're kind of improvising and we didn't see it coming. Um, you know, I'm sure that somebody saw something coming somewhere, but um, it always seems like you know, when we have COVID or we have a wildfire or um, we're preparing for, you know, uh, down here, I, I live in Austin, we have we had a grid failure. It seems like it kind of comes out of nowhere and we're not prepared to respond and so what we're doing uh, within captors is we, we're bringing together two different technologies. One is AI to help us think about what are the different types of disasters that might happen that we have to prepare for. So we're, we're having AI and humans collaborate. We're having humans do a writing contest to come up with um, disaster scenarios. And we're having uh, uh, AI, essentially like chat GPT, write some scenarios for us as well. And we're putting those into war games, um, just like the military does for war, to help us see what the implications of those things are and using that to train um, uh, some of our decision makers in, in municipalities and states and hopefully in federal government as well to practice ahead of time, not improvise. Um, think about some of these things ahead of time. Here's a disaster you've never thought of. How would you prepare for that so that maybe when the next one comes along, we don't seem like we're back on our heels. So one more topic before we run out of time. What about uh, doctors and hospitals and medicine? I, I'm, I'm sure by the minute this uh, this technology is infiltrating that field. Yeah, so, it, you know, and, and this is where, again, I'm a sober optimist. There will be some roles um, that have to change um, because of the technology, but um, when done well and when done right, it's going to, I think, dramatically improve our healthcare um, outcomes. Um, being able to detect disease, um, being able to, you know, much better, um, looking for patterns that are very difficult for the human brain to, to find in short periods of time. The compute power will help them do that. It's not that a doctor 
can't do it. It's that sometimes there's patterns that are very hard to see in data um, that a computer can help them do. And then the doctor can spend their time treating and communicating with their patients, which is what, you know, which is what they're very good at um, and letting the technology help them um, with the diagnosis. Um, and I, and I think that's going to transform um, uh, our healthcare system. All right, Phil Siegel. Thank you so much, Phil. I, uh, I appreciate it. Obviously I'll be honest with you. I, I had, drinks with uh, the mayor mayor here in new york city mayor adams and he had just come from a law firm and he uh he they had just showed him some of the uh the chat gpt stuff and and he was blown away he was like you got to see what this stuff can do so it's 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 here and i don't see it going anywhere you use the right term with guardrails and boundaries so um it's a work in progress that fair to say that is definitely fair to say, and hopefully um, we uh, do spend the time thinking about you know where we want to put these guardrails. Uh, we have to also remember that you know Mother Nature and uh, our enemies are not putting guardrails, <laughs> so we also have to be very careful that we don't put ourselves at a disadvantage um, versus others around the world. So it's a it's a it's a tough problem. All right, we uh, we have been. Had the honor and the pleasure of talking to Phil Siegel. He is uh, the founder of Captors. It's a nonprofit group focused on using simulation gaming and artificial intelligence to improve societal disaster preparedness. He knows a lot more about AI than I do. But now I know a little bit more. Thank you, Phil. Have a great weekend. Thank you. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We're going to come back. We're going to have a little Padre Lou libation. I have to make a correction on something I said before, and we'll talk about the new cases, and Joni's here and Matt's here. It's going to be a fun second part of the show. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Tonight at 7, it's all about Broadway and that time of year, the Tony Awards and the Drama Desk Awards. Nominations are up and out. Who got nominated for what? We'll talk about it tonight with Christine Nicholas and Kevin McCullough. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. Want more AM 970 The Answer? Take us on the go with our Listen Live feature at am970theanswer.com or download our AM 970 The Answer app today. Just go to the iPhone App Store or Google Play Store and search AM 970 The Answer. So let us talk about our friends and family at Plaza College. Uh, You know, we all know the uh, great court reporting work that they do and how they've been around since 1916, Plaza College has, and they've taught so many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people how to be court reporters in that lucrative, fun career. But besides teaching you how to do court reporting, Plaza College also has four other schools of study, including their, their new School of Nursing. Yep, because you know what? 
Phil may talk about artificial intelligence, but there's nothing happening like having a human being come into your room and comfort you in your time of need. And that's what nurses do, and a lot more than that as well. Plaza College has an accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program that can be completed in just 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campus and within the best hospital systems in New York City. Now, Plaza College doesn't stop there. They also have their dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's incredible. If you want additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or School of Allied Health, just visit their website. You ready, folks? PlazaCollege.edu. Plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college, C-O-L-L-E-G-E dot E-D-U. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. Have you been injured in a construction site accident? Have you fallen from a scaffold, ladder, or height while on the work site? If the answer is yes, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. In most cases, the law in New York favors you as the plaintiff if injured in a fall while working on someone else's property. It is important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We're always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and Cammons at 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Cammons, fighting for justice, fighting for you. Well, if you're in my bathroom in the morning, you're going to fight with me over getting to the hemp leaf products because that's what I use every morning. Um, I start off in the shower using the uh, the black soap. It's in that little heavy black bottle. Squirt, squirt, squirt. Usually I do three squirts onto the loofah, and ooh, I glide it all over my body and clean myself up. Um, and then when I jump out of that shower after shaving the head and the face, sometimes the head, not always the head. Um, I reach over and it's it's fun because I you know obviously because I'm working for them I get I got a whole bunch of products so I get to choose every day someday I want to go vanilla someday I want to go peppermint someday I want to go lavender someday I want to go unscented someday I want to go with the straight butter sometimes I want to go with the whipped butter but I um I really get to have a lot of fun with these products and I really enjoy them. Um, and I feel like they're making a difference in my life. They're manufactured in Long Island. They're vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. Um, they also have the Icy Pot Muscle Rub. And, you know, after you work out or you do your push-ups or your sit-ups or you're running and your knees hurt, your hips hurt, your ankles hurt, all those joints, you rub the Icy Pot all over the joints and they make you put a big smile on your face as they heal you up. And then for women, there's the Heel Ixer. The heel so that you rub onto your heels after you're wearing those five-inch heels all day long. Right before you go to bed, you put that on, you wake up, and you're feeling great. How do you do this? You go to www.hempleaf.com. That's www.h-e-m-p-l-i-e-f.com. And remember, they don't put anything on your body that you would not put in it. Go to hempleaf.com. Use the name Arthur at checkout, and you'll receive 10% off. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. 
We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. What are we listening to here, Sabalino? Well, Mark Morrison, whose birthday is today, 51. This was his big hit from 96. Now, did you know, Sabalino, that in the spring, a young man's fancy lightly turns to thoughts of love? I did not. Is, is that when it comes? In the spring, a young man's fancy lightly turns to thoughts of love. In the spring, a young man's fancy lightly turns to thoughts of love. Did you read that on a Snapple cap or something? Alfred Tennyson. Oh, okay. Nice quote. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know who Alfred Tennyson is. I probably should. So, with the beautiful weather, imagine you're in Paris with your loved one. And Padre Lou has created a 100% French cocktail for you to enjoy. So, take your ice-filled shaker and put in a shot and a half each of Noli Pratt French Vermouth, French Lillet, L-I-L-L-E-T, liqueur, French Suzet liqueur, S-U-Z-E liqueur, and French, French Chartreuse, either green or yellow. Vermouth, Lillet, Suzet, Chartreuse. Vermouth, Lillet, Suzet, Chartreuse. Vermouth, Lillet, Suzet, Chartreuse. You're doing a sh- I don't know, Padre, a shot and a half each. It's one, two, <laughs> three, four, five, six. That's six shots. I hope you got someone you're sharing this with. Yeah, I heard he made it for it. last he, night. So yeah. look at the alcohol my, he's giving you. My mother, mouth. my mother, who tells me, now, I don't. I only have a little glass of wine when I'm out. Yeah, well, last night, Ma, you were not out. So you can sit back. Now you can shake this up in a stir. You can put it in a cocktail glass after you shake it up, or you can put it on the rocks, and uh, you can sip it, savor it, and swallow it while envisioning a beautiful day overlooking the Arc de Triomphe in Paris as you enjoy your. French tickle your fancy, Padre Lou cocktail. That's cool. Vermouth, Lele, Suze, Chartreuse. It's gonna be a strong drink. Yeah, well, you that know, it's gonna be a strong. That's drink. how we roll. We so you would make me one. You know, I I was talking to Frank Morano earlier today, earlier this morning, and I mentioned the the Prococo thing to him, and Morano, you know, I guess by mistake, he made a mistake. He said. uh yeah, I, I wonder when they're going to let him out of prison. I guess maybe after the weekend, maybe Monday or Tuesday. Um, no, Frank. Actually, they already let him out of prison. So what I told you is an absolute fib. Uh, I am so lucky to have Frank listen to this show on a regular basis. And uh, he reminded me. I don't know if he reminded me. I don't know if I knew this or not. But actually, uh, Joe Prococo was released early from federal prison in... December 21st, 2021. <laughs> uh, yeah, so a year and a half ago. Well, you know, we went to the halfway house. And, you know, so he's already home. But boy, does that... Imagine that feeling. Your lawyers call you and tell you your case has been dismissed. Well, reversed and sent back down, but it's probably going to be dismissed. Wow, that's got to feel great. Um, we were involved in a case where it was a um, a Wall Street type of case where, you know, it was a white, white collar type of, um, they said it was a crime and, um, the trial went to trial person was convicted sitting in jail. And 
I don't know if it was the Supreme Court of the United States. I think it was just the Second Circuit Court of Appeals. But it was like what I call a grand slam appeal win. They didn't send it back. They didn't reverse it and send it back. They reversed it and said, this is not a crime, Mr. U.S. Attorney. Like, you made up this crime. Um, so, and, and again, unless you can pro- prove some form of maliciousness, you, you don't get those two years in jail back. Um, so, number one, thank you, Uncle Frank from Staten Island. He's alive and well, by the way. Um, did you catch Leventhal the other day? Did you see his face? When what I referred to him as the late, as, oh yes, he, the yes. late Frank Morano, he mouthed to me. I was on the he goes, he died. <laughs> it was, you know, I didn't have a chance to like address that. We had the most. You probably talked about it last night. Yeah, without well, you were me. off. Yeah, well, you I was off, off closing Joe. an off Broadway theater show. Excuse keep, me. Keep talking, Joe. Did you wish your father a happy birthday? <laughs> happy birthday, Dad. I'm going to be seeing him tomorrow. We're taking him out to Sushi Ah for uh, hibachi because they throw, you know, they throw the stuff at you and my little. My five-year-old nephew loves that. Does Arthur like that? You're bringing your dog to that? No. (laughs) She is coming to Long Island, though, for the Uh, first time since her exile after my mom fell. Yeah, Marianne is not, not, she's not big with the the hibachi thing because of, well, more because Ariana than um, than Arthur, because it gets really smoky in there. It does. And she's afraid that the little lungs are, you know. No, she's right. She's right. Um... Are you doing anything for Mother's Day for your mom? Of course. We're doing a little brunch with my sister-in-law's family. What are you doing for your mother and your well, sister and my, your honey bun? I was let off the hook from that side of the family. Why? Well, because we have the opportunity to go to Long Island this weekend. And, you know, let's face it, Joan. I do not have a, I don't think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I don't have a typical relationship with my mother. I talk to my mother every day. Yeah. Last week, I think I had dinner with her. Three times. Oh, I didn't even have dinner with her once. Chicky, right? what's going on? Friday night. Oh, no, then Tuesday I had lunch with my father. I think I, I did something else with my mother. Um, I have to go and take her to the diner. We like that. That's okay. our thing. So my mom, in a very cool way, she's like, listen, you got enough on your plate. You had enough stress going and on. You're going you get pulled in a, You get pulled in a million directions. Yeah. She's like, you spend time with your wife, and, and your mother knows how much you love her. And that's oh, true. And, it you is know, true. I I don't want to like come down on anyone, but these this like Mother's Day thing. I think that's for like, people who aren't in constant communication with yep. their mother. Like, let's talk about my friend Frank from Staten Island. I know he talks to his mother. He sees his mother like constantly. I talk to my mom every day. If I don't, she's like, "What's wrong?" Right. And so it's you know so they're listening. They're, by they're, the way, they're, they're in the car listening. Yeah, what a shot. Um, <laughs> but there, you know, there are people who, you know, for whatever reason, they don't see their mother right. that often. They live cross country. I mean, I can't see them that often. They're on Long Island. I'm in the city, and I'm running around. But I like to talk to them. Now, you don't no, know how long you got these people. You never know. Well, listen, tomorrow is promised to no one. Exactly. Now, Father's Day, on the other hand, that I use as an as a you know, that's just a party day. That's like you know, I am not the Father's Day guy who's like, I'm gonna sit in the lounge chair and people are gonna serve me. No, but that's not my idea. No, but you're like, time. I get to do what I want on Father's Day. Yeah, you know, right. yeah. Which is invite everyone over the house and we do the lamb's heads, the gabuzel, and we have oh, some fun. Oh, you talked about that. Who called um, in last year to talk By the way, about Frank that? from Staten Island, I need Nick's number. I tried to make that thing happen today and I couldn't find it. So 
If you're still playing with the guard. By the way, Frank from Staten Island did text me about your mistake to make sure. I know. Listen, I appreciate that. (laughs) All kidding aside, I don't want to say stupid things on the phone. All right, we're going to come back. I obviously have to wrap up talking a little bit about the law. We'll wrap up the week of the Trump verdict. This week, this week, this week started off with me going to that summation, then going, wow, okay. So I want you to stick around. You're going to hear me talk about going to Sicily in a moment. I hope. Sam Leonard, you better have a good song to get back to the fourth uh, quarter with. Uh, keep us up here I in the will, last segment of the week. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Have some fun with this last 15 minutes. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and it's that time of year again where we show appreciation to the ones who matter most. Why not make this Mother's Day a brunch to remember and your Father's Day barbecue the talk of the family? DR Catering can make your family gathering one of a kind. Want small and intimate? Let DR show you how to do it best. Had something more extravagant in mind? DR Catering can provide event decorations, entertainment options, and equipment rentals. From your menu to your decor, DR Catering takes your concept and makes it reality. Known for their fresh ingredients, DR Catering takes pride in not using processed or packaged foods. You will get the homemade meal every single time. So call 201-673-7380 to inquire or email drizzo at drcatering.com. Again, that's 201-673-7380 or email drizzo at drcatering.com. 201-673-7380, drizzo at drcatering.com. So, Sam Bellino, we're going to be doing these these uh, Perillo Episcopo promos for a little while, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm thinking a little like Italian music, like underlying these going forward. I mean, oh, people okay. have been all know, right. Got to get they, the ambiance. Yeah, the Napoletan songs. Look up a little Jimmy Roselli, or you know, some guys who sing the real Neapolitan classics. Jerry Vale, you know, we'll have a little fun. Perry Como, Dean Martin, Vito Marigwande, Bello. So what are you doing from October 18th to October 28th? I know it seems like it's a long way out, but you know what? June 1st is right mm-hmm. like tomorrow. Yep. M- Memorial Day is the day after. Oh, Joey's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, June's first. Summer's here already. <laughs> so, well, today in the city, summer was definitely here. You should go to perillotours.com like Mary Mondiello, and you should um, see this tour, the Piscopo AM 970 tour. Rome, Catania, Taromina, Savoca, Forza de Agro, Mount Etna, and Palermo. The best of Roman Sicily for nine nights. What a trip. The food, the wine, a wine tasting on Mount Etna. You're going to see some of the sites where the iconic Godfather movie was filmed. It is a trip you're going to remember for years. When Piscopo sings that night in Rome, it is an absolute blast. Since I'm making this whole song about this whole show about Murano, Frank and I were there when Joe. Brought down the house, put down a bottle of scotch thereafter. It was it was a night I will never forget. Call Perillo Tours. 1-800-431-1515. They're open now. 1-800-431-1515. And remember, a Perillo Tour is a stress-free, escorted vacation where you don't lift a finger. We're going to bring Joe Sibilia around, and he'll do all the lifting for you. one 800 You will secure your reservation on this very limited tour before it sells out. Don't wait. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The answer. 
going to uh, the Trump trial and um, watching those summations. Um, and that, that was a good experience. It was a very good experience. And I was happy to be part of the that whole scene um, and support Mr. Tacopina, my friend. Tuesday, I went to um, prison in Philadelphia to see a potential new client, a, a big new client. Um, Wednesday, uh, we, um, and actually Monday, I met a new client here as well. It's been a real whirlwind of a week. Um, after meeting with them on Saturday over the weekend. Um, then Wednesday, we had our live remote. We had our live remote at the steakhouse, and it was phenomenal. Bobby Vance, and that was a lot of fun. And thank you to Jerry Crowley and to Joyce Becker and Sam Bellino and Cody and Alex, because it was fantastic. And, and the whole AM970 family for, yep. for treating the Idol Opportunity and Cameron's Law Firm. It was very nice to show appreciation. I've never seen a bigger steak when Luca was eating. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Did you see it. the picture? And he ate it. That and he ate the whole thing. And he ate a slab of bacon yeah, before. Yeah, he, he ate this big hunk of bacon. <laughs> it it would, didn't even look like bacon. It looked it like would, a sausage. It would be like, yeah. It would be like, it was... <laughs> this guy gets, they just walked sure. the cow into the room and they just gave him a fork and knife. I, I and said, Go well, to well, no, that was actually a pig when it came to the the the, uh, the bacon. I mean, I don't want to sound silly, but it was like thick and long. <laughs> it was. Oh, it was like I know. huge. It's I was right. like, it's not bacon. I know, but if you if you like think of a regular bacon that you cook in the morning at your breakfast table, like put, I don't know, eight pieces together, at least nine pieces together. It was that thick. And then yeah. it was longer than the shriveled up thing that winds yeah. up. I mean, it was wild. Let me tell you that Bobby Vans did an amazing job. I got that classic yeah. Derek, salad uh, that yes. was like to and die for. Derek, the, uh, the, the bartender Derek was, was fantastic. And I was proud of myself because I usually really love to have a martini when I go to a steakhouse like that. But I didn't. I just had some red well, wine. Well, we had a very early morning the next day. Right. And then Thursday, we did the pastor's breakfast, and that was such a wonderful experience. It I really, have really never was. seen you so funny when you dance. Like, you've done it when we've been well, out dancing at the gospel. But dancing to gospel with your hands flailing. And they and wanted Jerry us to Crowley dance. laughing next to you. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, we what really, a way to wake up on a Thursday morning. We really had a great time. And um, and you got to meet Dr. Joel Grassi in person. Yes, was that one of, hilarious? He, one of the guests uh, on the show in the past. I um, uh, I did have an opportunity during the week to speak to my friend Tom Kniff. Tom is representing the Marine, Mr. Penny. Oh yes, um, that's his name, right? Penny. Penny. Yep. Um, correct. And um, they had the arraignment today on the on a criminal court complaint. So. Real quick, at the end of the day, I'm just going to give you an example. When the same office, Alvin Bragg's office, uh, needed President Trump, (laughs) needed him, they did not have him surrender until a grand jury heard all of the evidence, Mm -hmm. voted out an indictment, 
and then they asked him to come in. Here, they could have done the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. He, uh, Penny could have stayed out. Daniel Penny. Mm-hmm. Daniel's Penny could have stayed out. Mr. Uh, Kniff was in touch with the DA's office. He said, look, my guy's not going anywhere. Of course, there's a degree of trust. Mm-hmm. And um, then they could have taken their time, presented the case to the grand jury, because at that point, there's no statute of limitations or anything mm-hmm. running, because it's a homicide. And um, plus, they didn't need that much time. But they could have just taken their time, and this man could have stayed at liberty and wouldn't have to go through the humiliation of, of putting handcuffed and going through everything today. But no, 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 no. That's not what they chose to do. I think just to calm public sentiment, to stop these protests, um, they um, they had him come in today. They had him surrender. Mm-hmm. They had worked out a bail package already. Our friend Ira Juddelson was there to help with the bail. $100,000 was in front of my friend and former Kings County District Attorney's uh, office mate, not office mate, but third floor mate, uh, Kevin McGrath, Judge McGrath did the arraignment. They agreed to $100,000, but I think you only have to put up like ten grand or something like that now. And um, now they have some time to um, indict the case, to put the case in front of a grand jury. So I think they basically just made him surrender. Uh to appease people and lower the temperature and give them some time to figure this case out. Uh, I would, I'm thinking if I'm the DA, uh, everyone who jumped onto the train tracks and stopped the train, they got to go to Rikers for a week. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a doctor, lawyer, accountant, whatever, you know, you got, that's fine. You want to, you want to disrupt the lives of hardworking New Yorkers who are trying to get home to eat dinner with their kids or pick up their kids from school. Uh, the babysitter needs to be relieved. There's piano lessons or you have a job to get to. You have to punch a clock. You're going to be late. You want to do that to other people. That's fine to protest. That's how you want to handle it. You don't want to do it the right way and protest where the NYPD tells you you're allowed to protest. There's going to be a punishment. The punishment is going to be you're going to lose a little bit of your time. And a little bit of your time is um, hanging on Rikers. You know, five days, you know, you know, whatever. If you get sentenced to a week, I think you do four or five days. And there you go. Um, I, uh, I know. So, all right. So let's be done with the law. Let's talk a little bit about sports. The Knicks are playing tonight, trying to fight for their life. Um, it's game six. If they lose tonight, they're done. If they win tonight, then there's a game seven. And I will tell you, that would be really, really exciting if there's a game seven with the Knicks against the Magic. Um, oh, no, nope, the, the Knicks Heat. against the Heat, right? Well, same same state. You know, years ago, I think it was 2000 with Latrell Sprewell and um, uh, Marcus Camby and Allen Houston. There was a vicious game between um, the Heat and, uh, and the Knicks. Yeah, there's uh, some rivalry there. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, so that that's going on. Uh, people are excited. They just came out with the football schedule. The Jets and the Giants are actually playing each other in the regular season. Everyone around here is pretty fired up about Aaron Rodgers showing up. Um, I would love to see the Jets do well. Um, doesn't look like the New Jersey Devils are doing too well in the playoffs. Um, the Yanks looked great when Luke and I went there Tuesday night. Thanks to my friend Keith Kantrowitz who gave us these unbelievably awesome tickets, but um, that was when they were playing the Oakland A's, who were really not a good team. Once the Tampa Bay Rays came in, boom! 
the Yanks are getting their butt kicked once again. Mets aren't doing too well either, but the city's doing well. Um, it was a little empty today, but I think people saw yes. that that weather that was coming down. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. Remember, we just had all that rain. Sambalina, what are you doing for Mother's Day weekend? I, I got to at least see my mom, and I got to head out to Long Island to see my mother-in-law as well. So I got to do a trip of the moms that day for sure. All right. Well, I'll be with um, I'll be with my wife and my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law. Um, but I'll make sure I take care of my sister and my mom and anyone else I'm forgetting, Connie. Everyone knows Connie, Glenn's mom. Um, that's it, Joni. I like you know. And you're here with us Monday. I'm here Monday. But, but then the rest of the week we're gonna have a, a fill-in host. Uh, yep. hosts. We have some good guest guest fill-ins, which we'll announce on Monday. And we I have think them gonna, all lined up. You're gonna replay my speech from I'm going uh, to from yesterday. You did amazing, Pastor. Pastor Arthur, Pastor I gave, Artie. I gave a little, I gave a little bit of a sermon. It Reverend was Idala. It was it, it was pretty good, right, Matt? It was great. I thought it was fantastic, riveting, riveting for sure. It was fantastic. It was very inspiring, and you yeah. had a lot of great things to say. So we'll Laura, share those next. Laura week. Schaefer, who ran the whole event, wanted to kill me. She goes, "You speak for two minutes." I spoke for how many? How many? Eight. Minutes? I Eight. think it was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they used a crane to get you off the but stage. But the thing is, I I said you from had the good things to say. I said though. they gave me two minutes. I said, "Yeah, I'm a lawyer. It takes me two minutes to say hello." Yeah. So um, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the weather. It's going to be beautiful. If you have a mom, appreciate your mom and show some love one way or the other. And if you don't. Happy Mother's Day, Chicky and Lori and Roz. Thank you. And Marianne. Yeah, like that would be a good one. And Um, Nanette. And Chrissy. (laughs) And Chrissy. Um, And if you don't have your mom. And Briar. (laughs) For whatever reason, I hope, you know, you figure out a way to still enjoy the day and keep people in your memory and and um i don't know let, let's see if we can do some good in the city of new york yes. um i think on monday there's an article coming out about the friars club oh I'm and we'll little, find out about the tony awards and nervous. the wga strike okay the wga strike and the tony awards and johnny esposito here johnny happy mother's day to you thank you sir and uh that's it we'll be back on monday um talking the law Talking New York City, talking life. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you Monday. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.